a long way from Piccadilly. What? Roll and tape! Yeah. Hello there, Podcast Land. My name is Billy. And my name is Christy. And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. And we are so glad that you are with us once again. If you haven't done this already, please subscribe, review, and rate. We'd greatly appreciate it. And allegedly, it helps us out in the algorithms and all that scientific, (laughs) technical voodoo magic Mm. to spread the word to other people about the podcast. I don't know how accurate that is, but practically every podcast tells you to do those things, and we are no different. No. Except we tell you what to do, because we recommend five stars, and by everybody kind of recommends, we demand it. No. No, we just recommend five stars, because we love you five stars, and we'd appreciate it if you loved us five stars back. And while you're doing stuff for us, go ahead and check us out on Instagram. We're the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. There on Instagram. There you can follow our feed and our stories. You can participate in polls. Last week, we asked you guys who you would pick if you got a four-chair turn in The Voice, because we spent a lot of the last episode talking about our newly reacquired taste for the show. Yes. And we got a Re- decent amount of feedback. Rekindled. Reki- oh, I like that. Rekindled. Yes, yes. Yes. Rekindled interest in the voice. And we got a lot of feedback on we that. We did get some feedback. Yeah. And what I saw from that is the majority of those that responded to that question would choose Blake. They did. Yes. Because they know where it's at. Do you think that's what it is? Or is it that he's just been doing it that long or what? Um, well, he's won several times, yes. so it could be that. He just seems like he would be fun to hang out think, with, yeah. so that could be part of it. Yeah. I don't know about his coaching ability. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't the person, know the pudding. his X's and O's <laughs> with that. But yeah, I did find that interesting. And also, it wasn't planned that we were going to spend the majority of the last episode <laughs> no. talking about the voice for those of you that have uh, been around the podcast or uh, for those extra special that have spent time on the front porch, that, how's, that is how life goes. Yes. You set off with one plan and it goes somewhere else and we just um, we just go with the flow sometimes yeah. with that. And that's what well, we did. Yes. And we also did get a couple of questions mm. because the day that episode came out and we spent so much time talking about the voice and how I would choose Blake and yeah. you wouldn't. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it was announced that Blake was going to be leaving yes. the voice as a judge. Yes. And is it after this season or is he going to do like, because it's like two seasons a year. Is it after this season he's, oh, I don't he's leaving? Know. I don't remember. Uh, but we had some questions about, did we have anything to do with that? <laughs> and I would just like to go ahead and say yes. <laughs> so those that... Um, are in charge of the voice over at NBC had reached out to us and asked if we could slip in that we weren't really trying to talk about the voice. It had just come back into our lives and we to talk about it a little bit, just Mm -hmm. out of nowhere, like make it seem very organic so it could go in tandem with uh, getting some, uh, what what would you call it behind it? Some momentum (laughs) and some oomph behind it being announced that Blake was leaving. It feels as if maybe our job should have so, been to getting to stay, but well, apparently you know, that's we not will, the case. We will probably be involved in announcing the next judge. Oh, okay, yes. okay, okay. Uh, and and people, you think if we had that kind of power that we would use it like for, the, for <laughs> something to benefit us? Well, and like we would figure out the lottery numbers and <laughs> and get millions of dollars or something speaking of numbers you looked numbers. it up i did no i didn't look it up oh it was in the article no oh i heard it on the radio oh 
So I'm sitting there listening to the radio. You probably, because you read it, I, I chatted you up with it. Yes. Uh, that I don't remember the exact number now. Was it $13 million 13 that he was me. making a season? Yeah. For that, yeah. I, I want to say they said $500,000 an episode. Yeah. I'm not fact-checking this, folks. That's just what I heard on the radio last life. week. It is a rough life. And it was like two days after we'd already known he was leaving the show, but $500,000 an episode? You think they tried to give him more money? Like, please stay, we'll give you a million dollars an episode or something crazy like I that? I don't know. There comes a point to, why are you giving me money for stuff? <laughs> What am I going to do I'd with it? I'd like to find out. <laughs> you know what? If it's $13 million, I will gladly be a judge just for two seasons, for a full calendar year. Sure. sure. And I will take my $26 million and I will go home. I, I bet you'd even do it for a little less. I could be wrong. I Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But you know when you think about this and you, I don't keep up with professional sports ball and professional movies i don't know how to make movie ball work oh boy uh you know i don't keep up with that type of stuff but when i hear what these people are getting paid yeah and i understand economics and what they bring in Mm -hmm. you know i understand that type of thing but seriously does there not come a point to where you're like what am i going to do with this extra money yeah Unless you're giving it a lot away, right. finding a foundation that actually does something, not yeah. as a tax shelter, or to hide money, or you, you know, you're helping charities, you're helping sure. the world a better place. In that case, yeah, I would keep taking the thirteen million dollars. So after I get my first year out, my two seasons, mm-hmm. then I'm donating all the money because I'm set for life. Wow, what a nice guy! I know I am a nice guy, <laughs> but you you understand what I'm I'm saying? Because you're like, oh, this person is getting fifty million dollars to do this. Yeah. What are you going to do with $50 million? Again, I wouldn't mind trying to find out. You know, if somebody wants to let me run that experiment, I'm happy to oblige them. Happy. Yeah. In all seriousness, Porchies, just DM us. What would you do if you got $50 million? So that's the number, $50 million. $50 million. That's what you were paid for one year of service, whatever that actually is. Uh, now, don't forget to take out taxes and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, all those type of things. <laughs> but what would you do with that type of a payday? I I know the first thing I'd do is pay off any leftover debt. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, there's, like, little things like that that I would like to believe we'd be really responsible and go ahead and set up some money for the kids, make sure that they've got all that stuff taken care of, pay off the house, you know, all those sort of things to where then that is actually what we get to play with or whatever. And I, I think you and I've talked before about this. Like we, we both have some, some things that are important to us that we'd probably donate to, but like just doing fun things. I think I'd like to travel. I think you talked about, uh, maybe buying an Island. Am I making that up? Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. 50 million. I don't know. I've joked before, and we've actually talked about this Mm -hmm. on a much earlier episode of the podcast. I have joked before that if I came in, suddenly came into a whole lot of money, Mm -hmm. that I would buy a private island and Mm -hmm. you would never see me again. Not you, (laughs) but just public in general (laughs) with that. Would you quit podcasting? Um, No. (laughs) It would would no longer be coming to you from the front porch, though. 
It'd be a different front porch. It would what be coming think? to you from a secret undisclosed location. Maybe a beach. Because it's a secret <laughs> undisclosed location because I don't want people to know where we are. Well, there's so much of the earth that's covered by water. I feel like if you said beach, it still could be a secret undisclosed location. I'll tell you what. It would probably involve a seaplane. A seaplane. That's how you're getting in and out. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Good to know. But I don't know. 50 million. Yes. Porchies so Porchies out us. there, 50 million minus taxes. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, what, what would you do with it? Yeah. Not do that so through no. direct message on Instagram, the Front Porch Sessions podcast. Look at that. We wrapped it up. There we go. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll uh, we'll be back <laughs> with you next. I the episode. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, how was your week? My week was actually really good. Good, good. But insanely busy. And I say that having just made the family calendar for this week, the week that this will drop, and it is insanely busy as well. And I, I'm... Unfortunately, trying to wrap my mind around, is this the new normal? Super busy, always something going. I'm not ready to give in to that at this point, but I just know that we probably are in a busy season. Although I really thought once the kids got out of their sports ball season, things would be a little better. And it's just, we've not quite experienced that calm yet. (laughs) Okay, do you... Because they're involved in so many other things, but yeah. you're starting to see a little bit of a decline in activity because they don't have like after school practices right, right now. That's the big, that is the but big But that makes blessing. it busier for you. Yes, it does. Because you are needing to pick them up from school. Yes, yes. It's just sort of a, an awkward time. I mean, like everybody else in the world, they get out after three. And my goal had been largely the last two months has been to come home anywhere between four and four thirty, so that I could actually start on my less than successful dinner plans. And it feels a little weird doing that now, picking the kids up because one gets out at three twelve and the other gets out at three twenty or something like that. And so I pretty much lose just after three o'clock to three thirty between uh, picking them up and getting them home. And we live in a small town, so it's not a difficult thing, but it feels weird to come back to the office for 30 minutes and then leave for the day. (laughs) So it's been fine. It's just been a little bit odd. We're just figuring it out. And this has been our first full week of having to do that as far as trying to stop the day, go pick them up uh, and and get them home. And then, yeah, it's it's been more night things, but that's that is as much our fault as it is theirs. Well, have you ever thought about stopping so you can collaborate and listen. <laughs> and who would I collaborate no. with? <laughs> uh, well, maybe maybe me. Oh, maybe well, the kids. I I will say that it's become enough of a routine in just a matter of a week that uh, one of my coworkers works directly across from Paul for me. It's yes. Oh boy, am I going to get through anything? This is the third song reference I have dropped in this episode. <laughs> okay, and you probably only caught two of them, but that's all right. Good. Your coworker that works across the hall from yes, you, I think, is what you said. That's all right. Yes. Okay. 
Yes. So forth. You don't know that song, do you? Yes, I do. Okay, just check it. It's Kenny Loggins, right? Wait a minute. Wait, so you can do that, but I can't? No, you can, but <laughs> you don't like it. So I was trying to get you I back really on track. I really don't. I really don't. You but love it. That's he, part of the reason you married me. Every time I walk out now, he that is not part of the reason that I married you. Every time I walk out, he he now has started going, okay, go get those kids or something before I can <laughs> even say it. Because I typically will say, I'll be right back. Got to move the kids around, something like that. But he's he basically knows. preemptive said go get those kids or something like that, or I'll see you in a few minutes or something. So yeah, it's, we're figuring it out. So my week has been really good, just really busy. What about you? What's, how's your week been? My week was good, but slightly disappointing. Oh, it was good, but slightly disappointing. So thanks for asking. Do you like how, when you say that every time there's a little bit of surprise in my voice, like, oh, I didn't know. (laughs) Although we talk every single day and we discuss our day, but like, I have such a short-term memory that, like, all of this will be a surprise to me, I'm pretty sure. And I'm not sure if I actually told you about the disappointing part. Part of me feels like I may have, Uh because I wasn't, so I could just share it and get an honest reaction on the podcast. got something. (laughs) But I think we ended up talking about it. So it was good. Yes, there's some busyness in there. (laughs) Uh, Several activities last night for for work. Not last night, last week. Yes. Uh, I'm already pre-tired for this week yes. and the next week, and yes. we can talk about that in a second. Uh, so all that stuff was good. The slightly disappointing part comes with sleeping. Oh. So I had problems sleeping yeah. uh, the past week, mm-hmm. and even maybe the past podcast week, however mm-hmm. you want to line that up, like f- trouble falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And then it got, some days I didn't want to wake up when the Mm. alarm went off at like 530 Mm -hmm. and I would kind of snooze it for a little bit longer. (laughs) Once I cut it off and it was like six and I'm like, why don't you go ahead and get up? (laughs) Um, And this isn't the disappointing part. Although that, uh, I think it was two days maybe that, because you had to get up to to go. You had to leave earlier than I did. Mm -hmm. I just like to be up early. I'm like, why don't you go ahead and I'll just lay here and get a little extra sleep. I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't <laughs> at all. And, you know, sometimes the best sleep is between snooze or the alarm going off and the snooze alarm going yeah, off yeah. at nine minutes. And I don't know why it's nine minutes, but. Anyway. Yes, anyway. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just saying so any way of like, we'll never, well, I guess we could. We could look it up, right? We could probably look it up in today's world. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's going to be true if it's on the internet, there but we could go. get an answer. So though that part was a little disappointing. But Friday night rolls around. I don't get into bed any earlier. <laughs> I don't really remember reason. I had planned on going to bed earlier. Yeah. But I really wasn't worried about it because I thought Saturday I can sleep in. Yep. We do have something we have to do Saturday, but nothing early. early. Nothing super early. I thought it for a moment. I'm gonna set an alarm for like eight, nine o'clock, just to make sure the kid gets up that <laughs> needs to be somewhere. When's at the 10. last time you slept till eight or nine o'clock? Well, I'm getting to that. Okay. So I thought, oh, for sure, I'm gonna be able to sleep in, and so I'm not gonna set an alarm if it's that bad. One of the kids will be up and they'll come get us, but who knows? You know, I'd hate for them to That's actually true. have slept through. So Saturday morning rolls around, and at five. 21 <laughs> in the a.m. I am completely awake. Yep. And I try to go back to sleep and I toss and turn for a while. And just a little bit after six, I give up and finally get up. So the one day that I absolutely could sleep <laughs> in, I could not do it. I wonder if I set the alarm and like mm. cut it off. If that was like the trigger, yeah, maybe. you know, it's like Pavlov's dog or something. Maybe. 
It was a little unnerving because I got up at like 620 because I needed to go to the the ladies' room. As older we get, that happens. And I got up and I just happened to look over to your side of the bed. And first off, I noticed that you were not under the covers at all. You were like on top of everything. And then I looked all the way up to your pillow and I thought, his eyes are wide wide open. I was like staring at (laughs) you you or something. You absolutely were. You didn't speak to me, which is a little creepy, but you know, in line with what's going on here. So yeah. But I definitely came and got back into bed. Right. I, and slept and a few more to, hours. Yes, I did. I with absolutely that. But did. that was the slightly disappointing part, that I had the opportunity. Yeah. Just my body decided to say no. Your body is in revolt. So, yeah. So unfortunate. So that's fine. Yeah. Well. It, it works. And I'm already pre-tired. And I'm sure we'll have some of these things on next week's episode. But it's going to be a busy week, work week. Yes. And... Yes. Uh, we have homecoming. Mm-hmm. We have a high school visitation weekend that's mm-hmm. included in there. And I have the board meeting. Yes. Board of trustees, yes. which was my new role. I get to spend a lot of time you at do. that. So it's going to be some uh, late nights. Yeah. Early, early mornings. mornings. Yeah. And not a lot of sleep. Yeah. With that. Which leads me to a slight question related to that. And we okay. can talk. I, we won't talk a lot about work on the next episode, but I'm sure there'll be some funny things happen here or there. And, sure. and, you know, maybe we'll come back and say, you know, podcasting is now my full time job. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, but no. so we're going to go calendar week. Okay. Starting on Monday. Okay. Monday through Sunday is how we're going to do it. Okay. How many outfits do you think I will wear? Monday through Sunday. Mm. Now, when I'm saying outfits, I don't. I want to go <laughs> not like costumes, <laughs> work-related outfits. Okay, not right. coming home and okay. putting on shorts or pajamas. Okay. Which, while you're thinking, I can go and say that it's been a wild weather week. Yes, it up has. and down. Like one day, we actually had to cut on the heat mm-hmm. just to knock the chill off in the house. Mm-hmm. And the very next day, and it was fine for like a day after that, kind of smooth. It, but the second day, third day, however that math counting works, mm-hmm. sometimes when you're counting days, it gets weird. <laughs> uh, had to cut the air conditioner back on. Yeah. And then you had to cut the heat back on. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that's kind of weird. And we haven't made the changeover. So right. our, most of our winter uh-huh. clothes are still uh-huh. in the basement, which we'll get that taken care of. Uh, maybe, pro- probably not this week if you're expecting yeah. me to carry it up. All right, so back to the original question. Well, can I say really quick, it you literally can. affected my clothing choice. Like I put something on and I, I did the, oh no, I don't, I don't have shoes or you know what I mean? Like there was something that I don't have access to. Because you change out your shoes. Yes, Winter, shoes summer, we'll say that. Yeah, yeah. And you have like your work clothes? I have, I do have some work clothes that are okay. in the basement too. Because most of mine are like casual things that change. Cause yeah, I, no, I, I have wear, work clothes too. I do have some suits that I only <laughs> wear in the spring, summer, and some winter for that. But for the most part, that's all the same. Put yeah. on a trench coat and go with it. But, but yours <laughs> is a little bit different. All yeah. Right. So Monday through Sunday. Yeah. How many work-related outfits do you think I'm going to wear? Okay. Let me, let me work through this. Okay. Uh, you work through it. So Monday... Tuesday, you will just do one, I think. Wednesday, I'm kind of thinking I can lean on one. Thursday, you'll go two suits. Friday, I could see you going suit. And then that afternoon or evening, you switching gears to probably like khakis and a blazer, like no tie. 
And then Saturday, this Saturday kind of throws me. I'm not exactly sure if you'll go somewhat casual in the morning and then more casual as the day goes on, or will you just go kind of a little bit dressy, not a suit, Saturday morning? I don't know, but I'm going to go either way. I'll just go two. So two Saturday, two Friday, two Thursday, and then one Monday, two, Monday Tuesday, Wednesday. All right, so, so what's your count? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten? How do you get ten Wait, out of that? hang on, hang on. Saturday, two. Friday, two. Thursday, two. So nine. Uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday. Yeah, nine. Nine. I meant nine. Okay. What about you? Uh, I was thinking eight. Okay. And I don't know where that math came from. Yeah. Uh, nine might be more realistic. Yeah. So, Yeah. I'm not going to change what I do to get to eight. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to change you. I appreciate with that. that that integrity. So, I I must have miscounted somewhere because I'd come up with eight. I wonder if I left off a day. Is Saturday? So. I mean, am I right that Saturday I could totally see you doing? Maybe two? that's where it is. Saturday is going to be a wild card. Yeah, for sure. Um, because we have another up and down weather week too, which really might impact what you do, especially on Saturday. Right. But there's a good chance that Saturday is going to be two as well. Yeah. I so, think so do we need to explain where this comes from? Sure. With that. So I have, I don't know that I would call it a problem. <laughs> what would you no. call it? It's a. It's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever possible, if uh, there is an event, event that's work-related after work hours, Mm -hmm. and there's enough break, I have this situation to where I will not wear the same suit. Right. Or blazer, coat tie combination, whatever, because I may not wear a suit to all these things, but I probably will wear a coat and tie to Mm -hmm. the vast majority of them. Uh, So I'll I'll wear my regular outfit Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Thursday, I will wear something. Mm Mm-hmm. And there, if there's enough time, and there should be, before I have to go to my Thursday evening event, I will change clothes. Yes, 100%. Saturday, I mean, not Saturday, Friday. Friday. See, the days are running together. <laughs> I, I'll wear something throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I will have to change mm-hmm. and go uh, do band parent football stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I have to go back to work. Which we're not counting the band parent football stuff. Right. Yeah. Because I'll just wear whatever is going to be weather dependent on that. Yeah. And then I will change. Now, will I change back into what I wore during that nope. day, or will I change back into? <laughs> well, I change something different. I probably will change into something different. Yeah. Saturday, I will wear a suit in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I wasn't sure about. And the afternoon is the wild card. Yes. There comes a point where there is a, a little break, and then I have to go to some other things. I know it was probably requested that I wear a suit, oh. but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I may go a little bit more casual at that point. Yeah. You Just can, with branded gear. You can pull off, and I noticed this recently, you can pull off dress pants, blazer, dress shirt. Like nobody's business. Seriously. Um, no tie. But it, I prefer it's, tie. I know, I know. But it still looks so nice, so oh, slick you. on you that that's part of what I've got in my head as far as like 
Saturday afternoon. Being a little more yeah. casual. Yeah. With that, that. that way you could take off the blazer if we're, if you end up in the gym or something like that. I will but end up you in the still, gym. Yes. So, yeah, I could totally see you going nine. I've written it down so we can report back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I ate. I must have left something off. I'm, I'm just going to go with the flow. Some yeah. of it will be dependent on time. Yeah. Uh, some of it I'll probably be changing yeah. in my office. <laughs> And by my office, I don't mean my literal office. No, you cannot. Because I've got windows all the way around. Yep. It looks out over campus. It yep. looks all out over the football stadium. <laughs> uh, we don't need that. No, so no, no. We just don't need my, a scandal. My office building <laughs> there you is go. what we'll say. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll uh, update you next week. Can't wait. On that type of thing. And Which leads me to another question okay. for the Porchies. Yeah. Do any of you out there have this problem? Yeah. Uh. And not again, problem. it's not really a problem. A choice. It's a choice, mm. but there's got to be something else. Yeah, agreed. With that. So help us figure out yeah. what what word we're looking yeah. for here, because you don't always do it. No, I do not. You won't always. Sometimes you will change out of one dress that you wore to work if we have a function, work function in the evening. Yeah. But sometimes you won't. And I think part of it may be because you've had a problem in the past of leaving at an appropriate time. Yeah. <laughs> to where then you don't have time yeah. to change. Yeah. Absolutely. With that. Absolutely. And actually, I was thinking about, even though this week really is about you in terms of it's very important and you really do have a lot going on, I have, I have three city events at night, but I don't do that with city stuff. Now, it could be because I am doing something totally different, different and circles. The but, first time they've seen that outfit that day. Right. So I don't ever make that change. If I ever do, it is largely because I'm just uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> I've worn a dress or a pair of shoes that like I can't wear for another two hours, and, and I've changed a couple of times for that. But it's really unusual for me to do that. I and generally try to go like dressy with okay. that stuff. And I think the vast majority of the time, nobody notices. Your change? Yes. Oh, uh, occasionally somebody will. Yeah. Uh, but that's a little bit problematic too. Oh. <laughs> with uh, the lack of observation skills. Well. With, that people have. Yeah. But that's another story for another day. Yeah. So word on the street is you have a question for us. I do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, it is time for Christie's question. Okay, this question is very specific for you. And you can change it because you usually turn it around on me. So you can make it specific for me. So. I'm scared. You should be. Oh, boy. So if you have to, (laughs) if you have to pick one thing to drink exclusively, nothing else, and you have these two choices for the rest of your life, you can only drink either coffee or sweet tea. Which is the beverage that you choose oh. to drink always for the rest of your life? That is tough. I thought I you were going to let me choose no. what to drink, which no. would have been neither one of those, actually. Oh, really? Coffee or sweet tea. Would you have gone water? I would have gone water okay. if I got to choose. Okay. All right. Because so not I on the rarely table. get tired of water. Oh, okay. Good Sometimes for you. I do get tired of sweet yeah. tea. Okay. There are days where I feel like I have drunk too much coffee. Okay. It's okay. rare that that happens, yeah. and it's normally because of other situations. So I have to choose one mm-hmm. to drink every day for the rest of my life. Like yes. how many times a day? It doesn't matter. It's just you don't have access oh, to anything else. This is tough. Yeah. I'm going to go sw- against my better judgment. I'm going sweet tea. That that's what you'll drink for yes. the rest of your life. Yes. Okay. 
I yeah. really did not know which direction you'd go. Well, ask me again tomorrow, and yeah. it might be different with that. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I chose sweet tea is because there are some mills that yes. I just don't think coffee would go with. I agree. I agree. I have had sweet tea for breakfast before. Yes. Many a time. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> um, I typically don't drink coffee with a lot of meals. Right. I will in the morning for breakfast yes, if I eat breakfast. Yeah. Sometimes with desserts because it cuts into the sweetness. So sure. it probably sweet tea all the time means I won't eat as many desserts. Oh. Um, with that. It doesn't matter time of year for me. No. And what the weather's like, whether it's coffee or sweet tea. Yeah. Being cold with that. So... Yeah. So to turn it back around on you is going to be difficult because you don't drink coffee. No. You don't like coffee, so no. you say. <laughs> so I say, as if I'm lying about that. I'm well, secretly drinking coffee every day in my office. I don't know what you do in your office. <laughs> but I will, uh, we will figure that out. Okay. So if you had to choose one beverage to drink every day for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. and like everything, no other options... Uh, would it be sweet tea or Coke? I knew Coca-Cola. that's where you would come. Yes. And I'm going Coca-Cola on purpose. Yes. Because where we're from, Coke is generic. Yes. All right. Okay. So I probably would go sweet tea as well. Um, I do love Coke. I love the shh when you pop the top. I love it. Um, you have a problem. I do have a problem. And there are times that I actually make a lot of effort to control that problem. And then there are times that I don't. So I do think I would probably go sweet tea kind of for the same reason as far as like it can be uh, enjoyed with any meal at any time. And that would be fine. I have not drank a Coke with breakfast in quite a few years. Ah, in quite a few years. Yes. Make sure, yeah, put that qualifier out there. And actually, that's probably actually, that's, that may not be true because, like, if we are ever traveling and we go through a fast food drive through kind of thing for breakfast, I probably do just order a soft drink. So that may not be exactly true, but so just in general. What you're saying, a Coke pairs well with a sausage biscuit? <laughs> a fountain Coke, yeah. <laughs> But I used to, do you remember this about me? In college, I would drink a canned Coke and eat a pack of Pop-Tarts for breakfast. Yeah. Yep. Like in class or whatever. And now I see students, once in a while I'll see a student doing that, and it really makes my stomach turn, which is kind of bizarre. Because I still, from time to time, I'll eat a Pop-Tart, and I, of course, drink Coke still. So there's something about that much sugar in the morning that kind of makes my stomach hurt just a little bit. But that's well, that's my answer. I'll stick with sweet tea. All right. So that that's was the good, question. All right. That was not as bad as I was good. expecting. I'm glad. We should ask the kids. I'd I, be curious. I don't know what the thing we'd have to put in there. Like, what's the two? What's uh, the second one? Okay. We can think about yeah, that. We'll work on it. And we'll have them on at some point yeah. and ask them. Okay. All right. Well, I would like to introduce a new segment oh, okay. to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is not necessarily correct English. <laughs> But let me ask you something. Okay. You see what I did there? Uh-huh. Something instead of something. Oh. So. Something. Something. Yeah. So let me ask you something. Okay. <laughs> what is it like being a fanatical band mom <laughs> who also recently got to experience her first 
field marching competition? Well, that's a hard question to answer because my automatic response wants to be, I love it. It's so awesome. But I don't know okay. if that's really a good answer to your question. What's it like? What's it like? Okay, let's start with the first part of okay. it. Okay. So let me ask you something. Okay. What's it like being a fanatical band mom? And I, I promise I have seen you cry <laughs> watching our little drama boy march with the band Not from so the little. school <laughs> to the football field. Yeah. You said you didn't. I don't think I did. You did. I will tell you. There were tears of joy, not sadness. That, that is what I was going to say. If you think you saw something, it was it would have had to have been pure joy. There is something so incredible. I, you, I've said this before, probably even on the podcast. I truly wish I was musical, and I am married to a musician. I, I really do have two musicians for children, and I just absolutely get such a thrill. I get such joy watching you guys partake in something that you're so incredibly gifted at. And to watch Cooper just kill it in his drum line is so amazing to me. And it it just brings, it, it truly brings a smile on my face just talking about it to the extent that I ask you over the weekend how you felt if I ask a friend to design me a band mom shirt. Yes, you did ask me that. And where did the conversation go immediately? How much is this going yes. to cost me? <laughs> immediately went to money. Um, and it's not going to be super expensive at all. But um, I mentioned it to Cooper. That, of course, went in the very wrong direction. <laughs> don't ever ask our kids, particularly him, about anything related to that because it's always... Well, can you put my face yes, on it? Yes, it was you should not put my face on it. embarrassment. It was the opposite. It's annoying. <laughs> you know, if we let it be known that... Oh, well, I think we should go look for a, a new car. Yeah. Or can you put my face on it? <laughs> Please, no. You know, oh, like on the hood. Yeah, it would be. It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And if you remind me later, not anytime soon. But I, I've got another story. It's not a, quite appropriate to share oh, now, but okay. it will be soonish. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. I love being a band mom more so than I thought I would. Not, I just don't even think I'd ever given it any thought. And he played all through middle school. And I do remember last year, so it was last year in middle school, a little bit more opportunity. So he was in jazz band and he did Allstate. Is that what it was called? He did an honor band. Honor band. Okay. Which was, was not a true honor band. No, but it was absolutely incredible. And there, oh, yeah, they did great. There is something to be said about those moments in his musical career, so to speak, that I kind of caught a glimpse. If I'd paid better attention, I would have realized, oh, I, I'm going to have a little bit of fun with this. Okay. Because I got real excited with those opportunities as well. Do you think the fact that he's now in marching band yeah. and performing practically every weekend? Yeah. And it's a different type of thing and there's like some excitement. Mm -hmm. I, I don't mean this in the way that it's going to sound, because I was a band kid, mm -hmm. as well as a sports ball kid back in the day. <laughs> and um, I can understand for some people that aren't necessarily in, in that world, or even if you are, there are some pieces of music and performance, particularly from a concert band setting, mm -hmm. 
That or yawn-inducing. Yes, yes. That's a nice way of saying boring. Yeah. And I've sat through many of those. <laughs> uh, but when you get to the marching band, and yeah. I've sat through many marching bands that are beyond boring. Yeah. I probably shouldn't say that. They tried hard. <laughs> they they may have performed the music well. Yeah. They may have had a good yeah. field show, whatever, but it bored me to tears. Yeah. And and that's fine. That's yeah. the truth. We we yeah. keep it real here on the Front Porch yeah. Sessions podcast. But typically when you're talking like marching band, they march from the high school to the field, mm-hmm. to the football field, mm-hmm. which is roughly a mile. Not quite a mile, but close to it. Yeah. And so, you know, you get some of that going on. What they do in the stands is typically upbeat, mm-hmm. uh, their field performance. So do you think that maybe oh, changed absolutely. where – the mental attitude of the fanatical band mom has come into play. Absolutely. And it's just so fun. And he is playing quads. And I keep asking, because apparently there's some kind of drum hierarchy in terms of like, what's the better thing to play. And he's talked quite a bit about wanting to play snare. And I keep asking why it's so cool. What you're doing, he is on four drums at once and maybe that's why maybe because it's really heavy because he'll tell us after any sort of uh marching or band competitions he just hurts from carrying it all day but he's so good there's such artistry and i don't know i'm just so amazed and also by the way that our kid has a lick of coordination to be able to march <laughs> on that field while playing complicated music on four drums hanging off his chest is really quite a miracle because I thought my genes were going to be entirely too strong for that kid to be able to do anything that required some level of coordination. And yet he crushes it week after week. It's just amazing. I kind of think my kid's awesome. Just saying. Every parent thinks there's kids awesome. Nah, I doubt that. That's not true. I know some that don't, <laughs> yeah. but you should. He Whether it's true awesome. or not, you should probably think your kids are awesome. He really is. But he is good. He's great, and his talent, you can tell. Like, we've had this conversation on the podcast before. We can see marked improvement. Like, there's certain mile markers, so to speak, in the timeline of Cooper's life that we can go, yep, we saw huge improvement there. And that has been so cool to A, be able to recognize, but B, be able to watch it continue to grow. And it kind of blows my mind to think he's probably going to keep getting better because I, I think so. he's pretty remarkable right now. And again, what do I have to compare it to? So you're probably thinking, no, there's growth there. And I'm thinking, he's amazing. There's no growth left. Oh, no. He's got he's got room for growth. Okay. He's amazing. He, he's good. Yeah. But he if he sticks with it, he could be great. And several years ago, I told you, and I'm, I think I even told him, mm. he has the potential to be one of the best drummers I've ever been around. I love it. And I've been around a handful. Mm-hmm. I've been around several, mm-hmm. uh, both in, in you know, what, I don't want to say band settings, well, but it is from yeah. yeah, in, in like uh, I don't know, rock band, country, not yeah. country, but rock bands. <laughs> we'll just stick with rock bands, okay. or within a concert slash yeah. mar- yeah. marching type thing. And I've been around some pretty top notch people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just being introduced to him in different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has the potential to be as good or better yeah. than the best one of those. He's incredibly I've talented. Ever met. Um, so do you, th- do you think your transition from non-interested in band stuff mm-hmm. 
to fanatical band mom mm-hmm. is about this transformation into marching band when he goes into high school. Now, in in middle school, they basically they did marching, yeah. but they did like two parades, right. and that was it. Right. And they were very short yeah. with those type of things. And as long as we've lived here, the band has marched from on Friday nights from the high school to the stadium, yeah. which is a is a cool thing. It really small is small town. I love it. You know, that's one of the greatest things about small town living yeah. uh, with that. And we would even before kids, sometimes yes. we would walk up there, yeah. and then we would turn around and walk home because yeah. yeah. we didn't have any need to go to the football game. <laughs> and some, you know, occasionally we might go. And then yeah. when the kids were younger. Yeah, we would go up there. Yeah, and some, you know, as they got, and sometimes I think even when they were kind of real young, we would still go to the football game for a mm-hmm. little bit. But mm-hmm. as they start getting older and their friends are going, we would sometimes go watch that and then go into the ball game. But the first time that we saw them, mm. when he's actually in the marching band, yeah, you were a one hundred percent different person. <laughs> you thought it was cool before, yeah. neat, yeah, but truly, you are you're borderline fanatical. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. I think it's great. Good. I'm waiting for the time for you to say, hey, I signed up <laughs> to be a band mom at yeah. this event. Listen, now that I know what's happening, I You're probably will. Okay. I probably will. Because they send out this, you know, parent band parent thing, like, can you do this? Can you walk with the band? And I was like, what is that all about? Well, now that I understand it, sure, I can do that. That's no big deal. I can take my turn. But right, really, Friday nights walk with the band yeah. from the high school, and I I don't know what that's really, really about. Either. And then I think you ride the bus back with them oh, when they go okay. back, okay. just to help sure. if there's issues sure. or something with I that. I can do that. Can you be you know basically a, a parent chaperone to one of the contests? Can you I you want to be on the field? Do, <laughs> do you want to do this, that, and the other? I would have signed up. My intention was to sign up for something yeah. to help. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't feel like I could sign up yeah. to help with the Friday night yeah. walk with them. Yeah. And even some of the parades with that. But the Friday nights, particularly with my new position, yeah. I didn't know when I was going to leave work. Yeah. And could I be able to leave in the time that uh, I would need to be where they were yeah. to get going and maybe be able to scarf down a sandwich? Yeah. I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah. And I will absolutely schedule do wise, next year. Some of the other things. I feel like I better understand what's going on and would love to just in some way, shape, or form better show Cooper how much I love it. Because, I mean, he kind of knows. You've kind of given him a little bit of a taste He doesn't really know. No, he doesn't know. So would you be like the parent that rolls out the stand for the drum major at the competition? Sure. Or the things? Sure. Yeah, sure. I might go to some of those. Yeah. It, again, most of them haven't worked out with my work schedule. No. It seems weird yeah. on Saturdays and things that we have going. Yeah. Um, but I would be willing to do that, particularly what we're getting into. I'm going to ask you another question. Okay. Related to that. Uh, the guy that drove the bus yeah. for the band. Yes. Or one of the buses. Yes. Is one of our best friends. Yes. So I would have gone, hung out with him, yeah. helped oh, the band a with time. a little bit of what they needed <laughs> yeah. with that. But most of it had been hanging yeah. out with our friends. Yeah. So. Did I tell you I texted um, him and thanked him for getting our kids back safely? No. I just told him, I said, I don't know if people do this, but since I have your number, I have the ability to do this. And I just really appreciate it. And he, he responded as you would expect him to. Like, he, thank you so much. This means a lot to me. He probably didn't know if you were being serious or joking because it was him. <laughs> Let's just be honest about that. I did mean it so. because they were, you know, that's that's a long drive with a bunch of high schoolers well, who were yeah. probably 
stinking at that point. <laughs> well, he used to be an elementary school That's principal. True. He's That's familiar true. with that. That's true. He's handled worse. That's true. And a middle school science teacher. So That's yes. true. He's he has all the experience. Well rounded <laughs> here. Okay, so this past weekend you were able to attend what I assume is your very first band competition, like field marching competition. Yes, as far as I know, yes. It was a great one, I think, for you to be at Mm -hmm. because the weather was nice. Incredible. The later it went, which was not very late, Mm -mm. it started to get a little chilly. And and some of that was more wind, but it wasn't too bad. The whole thing was about two hours long. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about your uh, your first experience at a field marching competition. Well, I go in blind, right? I have no idea what's coming. We go up, we pay, we get this pretty janky-looking printout of here's the order of the bands. No explanation, just one through ten in the name of the school. That's it. That That is literally it. I think I still have it. I, no, maybe I threw it away. But anyway, so we go in, we sit in the stands, we do not see our child. And, if you know, it kind of takes them a little while to get going. But once they finally start going, I had some questions for you because I just didn't know what field, like I didn't know what field marching was until about two weeks ago, that there's a difference between what they do when they go and march in a parade. I mean, I knew that it looked different. I just didn't know that some people don't walk or they don't field march. Right. See, the whole idea that was new to me, and, and it's may not, this may be how it's done everywhere, and the band I was in didn't do this. The parade competition? Yes. Parade yes. marching? I, we were in a lot of parades. I don't remember there being a competition. Mm. And then we were talking to a friend of ours who's a principal elsewhere, mm-hmm. and his school had gone to a big festival mm-hmm. that and Cooper's group went to. He says, oh, yeah, we don't do field stuff. We just do parades. Yes. And so they were back way earlier. I'm yes. like, what? Yes. So yeah, the field competition is basically your halftime show. Yes. And it may may or may not be the same show actually, but yeah. it is you're performing on the football field, putting on a show. Yeah. I was truly amazed. A, I love the music, of course, even though I don't. So Cooper's band is doing three Bruno Mars. Is mm-hmm. that right? Okay. So three songs, one of which, by the way, so... This happened, uh, when we're recording this, we're three days out from the field event. I wake up every day and literally just in our quiet moment here as we're recording the podcast, I'm humming one of those songs. Uh, Of course, since they're just playing it, there is no words. I have no idea what the words are, but it sticks with me, which is maybe the mark of a good show or good music anyway. And... I caught myself really wrapped up in how they were doing it. And to the extent that I probably missed some of the formation because I was watching Cooper's feet sometimes thinking, how is he not tripping over himself? Well, when it's him. Well, yeah. And I understand why I mean, you would be thinking that. But God bless him. He's got too many of my genes in it. Well, him. you know, you're looking, are they in step? Yeah. Okay. Are they all together? Mm-hmm. So maybe... Sometime, not now, but we should go over maybe what the judges are looking for and what you have to do. So that's one of the big things. Are you in step? Yeah. Because ideally, if not, you're going to lose points, but Mm -hmm. everybody needs to be on the same foot at the same time. Yeah. Hitting the marks at the same time. 
Mm -hmm. uh, which for some people, that means they're going to have to walk a little bit faster yeah. to make a big thing. And sure. others will kind of maybe mark a little time mm -hmm. to make it, to get to where they need to be because they don't have as much movement. Yeah. They read off the judges list, I guess, uh, the announcer did as far as here are the things that they're scoring on. It was quite a list. I thought it was too, but I missed most of it oh. because I was at the concession stand. <laughs> It hadn't started yet, and I okay. felt felt like the announcer was just wasting time well, until they got. I set think he for the did say thing. while while they're setting up for the next one, I'll read these to you. Okay. I was actually really impressed. I thought that, of course, Cooper's group did great. Again, for us, we can see such progress from where they started yes, to where yes. they are now. But there were a couple of high schools that were tremendous yes they were phenomenal well you told me that artistry goes into this which again something i didn't really understand and when you said that in my head i'm thinking oh you're talking about formation about how they move on the field because i've watched like bits and pieces of college marching band but that isn't really i mean maybe it's that's probably part not of really it. the same no. i see it as you're trying to tell a story well that's both with what music i learned and visually you. yeah that's what and i, I may be wrong but that's what i'm looking for well and that was a very pleasant surprise because one of the groups, one of the groups that just was absolutely incredible, did uh, a Spanish matador theme. And it was a, their music was still really upbeat, really interesting, and well played, of yes, course. Yes. And B, their story was very clear. Their costuming, uh, because they had flag corps, and the, the costuming of that was very appropriate and fun and changed. And again, I just was blown away by what they put into it. Now, I think they announced them when they were coming on the field as a school that had won state two years in a row and had won this parade and this event and that event. So they really do have a bit of a legacy right now, at least that they are the band to beat. And, and you could see why they were incredible. And then another used some music from either the most recent Thor movie or just over the course of the Thor movies. And while I didn't enjoy the music as much as I did the Spanish one, Again, the artistry, the word that you used, I could see it. Like, they really thought through everything, and it was beautiful and well done and, I don't know, well executed, I guess I could say, like, in totality. Okay. So, I I loved it. I really, really loved it to the extent that I wish they were doing more of those to go and experience it. Although, like you said, it was sort of the perfect day, and they won't all be like that. Right, but now that you've done it, would you be more open to going to an all-day band oh. competition? Okay, so here's the deal. It depends, mm -hmm. because what I... When we pulled into the small town to go watch the field competition, Cooper's band had already done the parade competition. It is a very small town, smaller than where we are, and it is quite obvious that they're having to walk from where the parade was, looks like quite a few blocks to get to the high school so they can do the marching. And frankly, we just drove right up, and my thought was, I'm tired for these kids. Okay, but what does that have to do with the question I asked Because you? in theory, I'd have to go with them. I'd have to go set up, watch no, the no, parade. No, 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 oh. no. I'm asking, would you be more open to going and watching 
a full day competition. What's a full like day? field day, field competition? I don't know. That's more than two hours. Okay. That starts in the morning I'd be more and ends open to it. mid to late afternoon, early evening. Yeah, I'd be more open to it. But I will say that one was sort of perfect as far as the length and the amount. Um, yeah. I'm, so I'm, if you're there for five or six hours, you're I, probably could, out. That could probably be a bit much. Okay. I, I'll own that. And and maybe that makes me a bad parent or maybe no, it makes me... No, it makes you honest. makes me less of a band mom fanatic, but no. uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Okay. Maybe ease me into one of those. All right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, I understand all okay. that. All right. Would you be open to at some point going and watching... A DCI competition, 100%, Drum Corps International. 100%. Because years ago, and it may have been kind of when Cooper started, but probably even before that, because I've been mm-hmm. back when I was in high school, mm-hmm. just out of high school to watch, and a band director tried to get me to audition for one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've shown you stuff. Yes. We've watched yes. some of the uh, their shows on YouTube. Those incredible or yes. Incredible yeah. is an understatement. I think. <laughs> uh, also I had a friend from high school that did audition and make one of those. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if it was, he was talking about the group he was in or a different one. Uh, but sometimes they would roll into town and change their show. Mm. Like the music would stay the same, but the, marching part Mm -hmm. there was one they didn't like it because they got bad scores the night before Mm -hmm. or the previous week they just changed their whole show Mm -hmm. the morning and they were competing that night that's incredible i mean the dci stuff is intense because you'll you'll roll into some place and you'll practice all morning and then perform that night yeah and i think you may have to pay for it I don't remember all the details, but yeah. Okay. Well, good No, times. I would love to go watch. I would absolutely. And I'd love for Cooper to go watch. I'd love to go watch with him. Right. I think it'd be awesome. I've shown him several of their drum lines yeah. videos. Yeah. I don't know that we've watched the full performance because some of them are much longer. Yes. With that. And Which is quite Now, maybe as he's too. getting more attention span, he would be okay with that. <laughs> Uh, yes. So I guess uh, those of you that are parents out there, and we, I, we know some of you mm-hmm. uh, with this, your band parent experience, share mm-hmm. that. If you're mm-hmm. a band kid, your parents, if they don't listen, you need to turn them on to the show. For sure. Um, what else do we need here? Oh, so there were a couple, at least one band, I want to say a couple, that didn't have a flag core. Yeah. Which I think hurt. There were smaller schools. They had yes. a much smaller band. but. Yes. I think that kind of hurt the visual aspect of it. So I do think that's important. Uh, But you asked Callie if she was interested. She gave up band. That's fine. No pressure on her. And she doesn't have to be a trumpet player. She thought she did because that's what I did. But I don't care. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a heartless way. No. If that's not your thing, that's not your thing. But you asked her if she would be interested in doing color guard. Mm Mm-hmm. Some people just call it flags, but mm-hmm. Color Garden, she kind of hemmed and hawed. And then you came around to this idea of what if she introduces <laughs> baton to her local high school band? Yes. So um, we may very soon be having uh, baton lessons. Yes. Sister yes. in law Heather's not aware of that, but you better be practicing, <laughs> and we need to light those puppies on fire. There we go. There we go. So. Yeah. She 
I felt like she was a little bit more game for color guard than cheerleading because you guys, if you have listened for a while, you know that we went and experienced a cheer and dance competition on our institution's campus. Like competitive. Competitive. It was amazing. And all I could think of is how do I talk my kids into doing this? (laughs) Both of them. And of course, neither of them were game for it. But since we knew Callie wasn't interested, I was like, oh, what about flags? And... I felt like she was interested, but she already has been given information that tells her that really may not be an option because she's supposed to be able to play an instrument the rest of the year, and she has no interest in that. So I, I really want to explore that to make sure she's... Different schools, different rules. Yeah, I, and different director because... Well, that is true. That could be different. Year, so. um, my high school, not everybody in the color guard was in the band. Mm-hmm. Playing an instrument. Yeah. Uh, a couple of them did, but I can... I was going to say I could name several that didn't, but that's assuming I could remember their I was names. I say. That's what I I'm getting at. I am crazy impressed. So, okay. Um, I might be able to if, if you press me for it. I, I don't think so, I will, because oh, I won't know them. <laughs> that's true. I could just make up names. You totally could. We had 47 in our color guard, <laughs> and here were every single one of their names in alphabetical order. There we go. <laughs> So, well, well, good. I'm sure this is a topic we'll probably have to come back and revisit. Yeah. And uh, let us know your thoughts out there in podcast land mm-hmm. about this. Uh, but what's new with you? Well, I had a bizarre experience. How bizarre? <laughs> what's that put you at, four? I think so. Okay. So I think I've probably said at some point on the podcast that... Uh, Why do you have glitter on your face? I don't know. It's just every, while you, every once in a while you turn and it's distracting. Okay, but what's new with you? Distracting, huh? Well, I don't mean that that way. It just catches my eye. No, I'm saying who's distracting. <laughs> oh, I get go. it. There we go. I get it. Okay, so, uh, so what's new with you? You had something bizarre. I had something bizarre happen. Not bizarre. I. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I look around. Sorry. No, you're not. I'm gonna zip it. <laughs> So I think I've mentioned before on the podcast that I have to wear corrective lenses and I wear contacts and from time to time I'll end up wearing glasses and I put them in every morning, take them out every night and I put them in one morning last week and went to work, didn't, now I'm not great with contacts to wear I know if they're not settled in my eyes right, they'll bother me enough that I'll take them out. I'll try again. And there have been some days that I've not successfully gotten them in my eyes without them bothering me. And so I've taken them out and I've, I've worn glasses for the day. So this day, I had no trouble. I wound up during, what maybe right before my first class, this was on a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday because I had an 8 a.m. class. Right before class, I realized I am not focusing very well to the extent that I already had in my head, I'm going to need to go see my eye doctor sooner than later because apparently my prescription is no longer working. Like I had it all figured out. I, I went from zero to 60 very quickly because I couldn't focus. I couldn't okay. see things well. I had a pair of reading glasses at my desk, so I pulled those out. My doctor said before, you know, you really probably should be doing that because your your eyesight's just going to degenerate. That didn't help. I thought, what in the world? 
I think I know where this is going. So I came home over lunch, and it was by, by that point, my contacts were bothering me enough that I was like, I'm going to take them out. I'm going to clean them. Maybe they're, maybe they're dirty. Happened to go to my left eye, pulled out the contact. I'm putting the solution in my hand, trying to rub them around. Immediately, by the way, as soon as I take the contact out, I immediately feel better. I start rubbing around, and I think, oh, there's a tear in it. No wonder it's hurting. Nope, it's two contacts. I have put two contacts in one eye. I double-checked to make sure somehow, mysteriously, I didn't have a third contact that I'd put in the other eye. Nope. I've been walking around with two contacts <laughs> in, in one, one eye okay. and none in the other. For some reason, I was going to think you had somehow doubled up in both eyes. Oh. But so you just put like the left one in, uh-huh. even though this is my right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you put the right one in and then you put the right one in again. Yes. It's ever. Yeah. 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 In my left eye. Yep. Okay. And I guess I got distracted somewhere because why would I have done that? That makes I don't no know. sense. I don't know. Because I'm you, pretty meticulous about it. Do you sleep in contacts? No. Uh, some people do. Yes. And maybe they have. So they that's, have I thought, contact. oh, you're going to say that you forgot that you had them in and you put some on top of it. Oh, Not no, that no. you took your contacts out mm. and you put two in one eye. No, I wish I could that's sleep in my rough. contacts. That is rough. Um, but I cannot. And if I, I've only done it once and I wake up with my eyes feeling so dry and uncomfortable for a while that I've actually pulled them out only to like put them in, in solution and then put them back in like within minutes okay. because they're just so uncomfortable. But yeah, I walked around like a crazy person wondering why my eyesight had deteriorated so rapidly overnight, overnight, overnight to the extent that I thought I'm going to have to go see my eye doctor sooner than I was expecting. Wow. That's rough. Two in one. That's that is rough. But, but you it, know what? Immediately all my problems were solved once I figured that all out. All your problems? Well, all of those related oh, problems. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was about to say, man, I'm going to try that <laughs> and take around. Okay, that leads me to some other questions, which I think would be a future episode. Okay. All right. So double contacts, that, that brings us to the next episode or a future a episode. A couple. Yeah, okay. I need to think. I just have a couple of questions okay. related to uh, to contacts and All glasses right. and such, which I've been thinking about for a while, but I think this is... Double a... contacts? No, not no. I didn't say oh. double contacts, did you I? Did. Yeah. I just said... I've been thinking about contacts and glasses and okay. some things. Okay. All right. So, so we'll we'll follow up on that later. So what's new with you? What's new with me is I watched a little docu-series, a limited run. I don't know why they call it limited series. Does that, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like, they're not going to come back and have a, a season two of this. Maybe. I know that. What did we used to call them back in the day? Mini-series. Mini-series, yeah. So it was a limited series, a documentary type thing on the Bling Ring. Oh, yeah. On Netflix. Okay. Or as our children used to call it. Before we had it, and they would watch it at Grandma's house, mm-hmm. Nana's house, mm-hmm. Netflix. Yes, but they picked that up from someone else. Oh, did they? Yeah. I don't remember that. But anyway, <laughs> so I, I watched the Bling Ring. Year, several years back, I read the book. Oh, yes. Or listened to the book. Because mm-hmm. I, I thought, oh, this sounds interesting. It's short. I can get it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, these, uh, I'm going to call them kids, but teenagers out in California start uh Robbing people, mm-hmm. burglarizing houses. They're not robbing people. That's the wrong term. 
Uh, but they're burglarizing houses, uh, and then they end up burglarizing celebrities. And they end up getting caught because they didn't realize one of them had cameras inside the house. And there's a clear picture. They're wealthy people they're robbing. Well, that's not really how they started. But it was interesting. Okay. I didn't realize. I probably did realize, but this isn't my scene. So I wouldn't have remembered that there was a movie made about it. Yes, I do remember that. And that is interesting. I'll come back to that in just a second. Uh, but because I had read the book and I had some familiarity with it, probably reading some news uh, on it when it was happening, uh, I found it very interesting. I also found it very interesting that at the beginning when they're kind of telling you what's going on, that this is based on a, a true story. Mm-hmm. And it's not like reenact. Well, there are a few reenactments, but, um, you know, it's not like a movie okay, based upon. Uh-huh. So they're actually talking to the people that were involved. And it tells you... In the beginning, when it's putting the words on the screen, what it's based upon, like police reports, first-hand accounts. But they just go ahead and say some of the information that we're presenting here is contradictory. Oh. That even some of the people that they're talking to uh-huh. in this. Now, I know they're piecing it together all to make a good sure. story sure. And, and try to suck you in. But for some reason, I just appreciated they yeah. said that we're presenting some detail here. Mm-hmm. We're going to you know, interview these people, and they're going to talk, and... You know, some of it, they're in conflict with each other. Some of it may be in conflict with the hmm. police uh, reports. And they did say, we reached out to these people and they told us, well, that didn't happen. Or they didn't want to talk to us. Or hmm. they they still maintain this or whatever. But it was pretty interesting. One of the things that is, um, well, I don't really know where to get. I don't want to keep using the word interesting. But so in the movie they made, and I don't know who was in the movie. Emma Roberts was one. I don't even know who that is. That's okay. Julia Never Roberts heard of it. Niece. Never heard of her. <laughs> Julia Roberts, I've heard of her. She was in um, that movie. She was in, uh, I almost said 13 Good Men. She was in Ocean's 11, 12 and 13. <laughs> and Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich. We saw that one. In I the theater. We saw that in the was pretty theater, good. Yeah. We did. We did. Okay. okay, I still don't know who Emma That's Roberts okay. is. Though. It doesn't matter. But so, like, they burglarized Paris Hilton's house. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty smart. And here's one of the things, folks. You don't have to put everything you're doing in every place you've yeah. been in real time. Yeah. So they were going to the celebrity tabloid-type sites. And this is really just taken off in, like, 2012. Mm-hmm. Actually, a little bit before that. But, that. oh, so Paris Hilton is down in Miami for the week. And then, you know, leaving part of her house unlocked. One of the houses they went back to 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 burglarize a second time. Oh, now it's locked. (laughs) A key was under the mat. Oh, boy. So, um, but anyway, they actually filmed some of that movie in her house. What? That had been burglarized. So, you know, they're showing some scenes to the people that are doing it, and they're getting all excited seeing these things. Okay, here's something that I do not understand at all. Okay. And uh, as an attorney, or former attorney, let me rephrase that, as a retired attorney. <laughs> retired? Yes. Okay. Um, this highly bothers me. Uh, in a criminal defense world, man, I'd be all over this. If I was the prosecutor, ooh, it was damaging to your case. Mm. So... The like lead investigating officer mm-hmm. for this was in the movie. What? So I think they're making the movie while some of this is going on. Mm. So as as the district attorney, 
you kind of just got shot in the foot mm. in many ways that, and there were some of those things. I think it was like everybody wants to be celebrities. Sure. With that. But yeah, even they talked to the, it's like your, your lead investigator or is in this movie. Hmm. It kind of hurt us. Yeah. With what we could do with that. So what did you think? Did you enjoy it? The, the mini series? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if I didn't know anything about the, the case, I would have watched it. Do you want to watch the Hollywood movie now? Probably not. Oh, okay. I, I okay. don't think I have any interest in that. Okay. I mean, if I was bored and had nothing else to do, <laughs> I might. So never. <laughs> and I might watch it. I don't know. There's always, and I've watched weirder things, but sometimes I've read the book. <laughs> I've seen a documentary on something, and then I'll watch the movie yeah. just kind of see how it, it lines up to yeah. the real world. Yeah. So there's an off chance sometime yeah. I might do that, but I. Okay. It's not like I'm going to put it on my, my list of things okay. to watch. Because like I really want to watch House of Gucci. I read the book, loved the book, found it really interesting, and so I'd really like to watch the movie. Can I tell you something? I've never heard of that. Surprise, surprise. What is House of Gucci about? The designer Gucci. The fa- It's a family, or was a family business, and it's it's. It's pretty cool. I don't want to talk about it now. It's <laughs> okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> but that's we fine. can some other time if you really want to. The House of Gucci. Okay. And there's a movie about it now. There's a movie about it. Yep. Because okay. one, the the last family owner was murdered. Oh, was now you murder, got me intrigued. Murder for hire by his ex wife. Okay. She hired it out and had him murdered. Okay. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah. And this is different than. Uh, wasn't there something with Versace too? Yeah, it is that different. Isn't that crazy? Murder? Yeah. Because when you yeah. first mentioned House of Gucci, I'm thinking Donatello. None. But that's like <laughs> Versace, right? Yes, Donatella. Tella. Yes. Not Tello. <laughs> Tello is a turtle, <laughs> not a turkey. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, different, but kind of crazy. Yeah. All right, so let's just recap real quick. Okay. What's new with you is you don't know how to put in your contacts. Yes. And you double vision. Double vision. Double vision. What's yes. new with me was bling ring. Doubling up does not help. Yes. Uh, so we've asked a lot of questions out yes. there. Uh, to this episode, well, let's ask one more. Okay. And we're not going to put this on uh, the Instagram or anything. You just take responsibility and send us this. What's new with you? Tell us. How about that? What's new with you yeah. out there? Uh, and particularly with like, have you ever had experience putting in two contacts <laughs> in one eye? Oh my uh, gosh. Have I you watched the Bling Ring yes. limited series on the Netflix? Yes. And, and what did you think about that? Yes. It, it was intriguing and disturbing on many levels. Do you recommend it? Like, do you think I should watch it? Would I enjoy it? I think you, you have that pop culture mm-hmm. desire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you would enjoy that aspect okay. of it. There is also an aspect of it where they're talking to, um, I think, the second defense attorney. Mm -hmm. And he's talking about the dangers of social media and society, Mm. that people are craving attention. Yep. uh, Which we'll have to talk about on a totally different episode with that. But that that was intriguing Mm -hmm. in some of his comments there. I think you might enjoy it. I okay. don't really know. Yeah. I think from the aspect of the 
the pop culture-ish things yeah. you would get sucked in. Okay. For me, it was more the crime and legal aspects and wanting to know what they had to say. I'll look into it. All right. All right. Well, nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. And until next time, I've been Billy. And I've been Christy. And you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. See ya. See ya.